Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of The Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. On the phone right now is Daryl Scott. He's uh, your director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Benefits Office. Taking your calls, getting the team together to solve your problems to make sure you get the benefits that you deserve. Daryl, thanks for being on, sir. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like uh, coronavirus 2.0, but it's the 21st, so it's that doesn't work. And it's gone on far too long, right? Well, I was thinking grand, Groundhog's Day, but uh, that's another way to look at it. I just don't want to have Groundhog Year. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, and we're seeing, we're seeing signs, you know, claim volume trending down. Um, we're, we're currently, we've seen a little uptick, but we think some of that are people who have ended their first year mm-hmm. and are having to reapply. And, and so we're looking at some of our reporting to make sure it's correct. But, but again, we're, we're seeing indications of people return to work and fewer people collecting continuous claims and, and things that would indicate that there's hope, um, for you know, 2021 to be different than <laughs> please, oh, yeah, please. 2021 to be significantly different than than 2020. And still, there are people having problems accessing their benefits. Benefits that, well, yeah. I, I would say that they have indeed earned. And uh, sometimes it's because there are so many. We still have a backlog going back, uh, likely a couple of months. I'll ask you about that. But that yep. too is improving. Can we get to the phone calls first and, and then get to Absolutely. good? Uh, because that's really why you're here. Daryl's here, folks, because you know many of you still have problems accessing your benefits through unemployment. He's the director of the office, and for the entire year, uh, all of last year, and now going into 2021, he's been here for you. And even if he cannot answer your question right off, he can give you an idea of uh, what it might take to get your benefits and uh, how you might be able to get there as well. So let's get to Jerry first at 302-529-1017. Jerry, say hi to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing well, Jerry. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, My question is a little different. I am getting the benefits. That's not a problem. What I have a problem with is the the 1099G I was sent. And it seems it's, it's showing an amount greater than what I actually received for the year. And I'm, I haven't been able to file my taxes because I've been waiting for an answer. They got okay. back to me once, and um, and they gave me a number as far as what the first date was that I received benefits. And I went back and went through all of my um, bank accounts and picked up, of course, from the very first time that I received uh, the first amount that was direct deposited. And I don't agree with them. I'm off by about okay. $2,620 from what you have. You're showing I got more than what I'm showing. So, again, I don't want to file my taxes showing I owe more money than I actually do. Right. Did you have uh, taxes withheld from your benefits last year? Yes. Mm-hmm. So our amount would be the gross amount minus taxes would be should be should be the amount that you received. Right. Um, so, so that may be one difference. And then, um, you know, we made a catch-up payment for the LWA benefits mid last year. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm just trying to remember. I don't think we paid that when it was first available. So again, in your accounting, I don't know whether you, um, you know, it wouldn't have been in a weekly, it may have been on an off week uh, where you would, would have received a different deposit. Right, right. I picked up everything. Um, everything okay. was in, you know, every amount that was direct deposited to my account, I included for 2020. 
And so I don't. And again, the last time I got back to somebody was March 14th, and I haven't heard back since. Okay. So one, one, we have we've added more people to that queue to answer questions like this, and it's it's a common question, right? People, you know, are saying, "Hey, I I think I got X. You're reporting Y. You know, what's the difference?" So Jerry, if you'll send Rick an email, R I C K at W D E L dot com. I'll get it to the, we have a team that's working on 1099 related questions, uh, trying to get you know, back to you as quickly as we can, because we know people want to file their taxes. Okay. That's great. So, okay. Well, we'll hang on, hang on. And there. Jerry, Jerry, when you do, uh, of course your full name in there, the last four of your social security number, no more. And any and all claim numbers you have in the email to Rick at WDEL.com, please. Okay. No problem. Oh, and phone, thank you very much guys. Phone number. Phone number. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Okay. Uh, Thanks, Jerry. Now, <clears throat> instead of me mispronouncing your name, tell me. Uh, you're live on the phone. It begins with the letter L. How do you pronounce your name? Hi, my name is Lamadi. Lamadi, thanks for being on. Now you're on with Daryl. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, Mr. Daryl, how are you today? I'm too well, Lamadi. How are you? I'm doing good too. Thank you for asking. I'm actually calling in regards to the same issue, my 1099. Okay. That I've been trying to. I mean, I, I know that, you know, the world is at stake and there's things going on, but um, I've reached out to unemployment on, on several occasions. Um, I have received emails maybe once or twice um, as far as, like, basically people saying that they have sent it out. Um, I've even went as far as going to the post office to see if, you know, if it, you know, by chance has been held there. Um, I wasn't aware that, you know, I, I had access to a supervisor at the time um, when I was talking to a you know, a live person who was helping me, but they were saying that basically there wasn't anyone that could help me with anything that they couldn't help me with. So I was just trying to see, you know, is there something that I have to do in order to get my 1099 so that I can file my taxes? Um, no, this, I'm going to give you the same direction that I gave to Jerry, but let me ask you, did you move since you filed your claim? No, sir. Okay, so we, we should have the address, but what I'll, I'll do, send an email to Rick, R-I-C-K at WDEL.com. He'll send it to me. I'll get it to the team supporting the 1099s. And they'll, if you'll include in your email your address, I just want them to verify. I, I will tell you there are a couple of things. If, if, the address is too, is, if the address is too long and, like, we forget the box, it may not get delivered. And, and there have just been some unique issues with um, with the address on the system missing a character or two that, that causes it not to be delivered. So yes, if you'll include your address, a phone number, uh, last four years social, then we'll uh, I'll get somebody to look at that. All right, cool. And then I know that the, like the state is like it expired like for taxes. For, I'm, I'm just I know there's a deadline. So, you know, I don't know if there if I have, you know, repercussions <laughs> for not following in the, in the deadline or. So the, the the federal government extended the deadline uh, until Rick, you may know, mid mid May and May fifteenth, April. Yeah, May it's 15th. A, they just boosted it a month. Yep. So okay. so one, Lamadi, we we will get it, we'll get it out to you. I mean, it's just uh, I'll have somebody uh, again when you send the email, I'll get it assigned, and somebody will reach out and we'll get this resolved. All right. Cool. Thank you guys okay. so much. I appreciate you guys and your time as well. Now remember, it's Rick Rick at wdel dot com. Last four of the social claim numbers, phone number, uh, nothing else, and make sure you put in the subject line, uh, 1099 trouble. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much. Have a good day. Thank you, ma'am. Take care. Yeah. If she's going to call me, sir, I'm going to call her, ma'am. 
It, it just seems right. All right, let's get to uh, Henry. Henry, say hi to Daryl. How you doing? Hi, Daryl. Hey, hey Henry. I gotta, I'm going to make this brief because I don't have a problem, and I want to get to the people who do have problems. But we hear on the media all the time that folks who employers are having problems getting people to come back to work because they're making more on unemployment. I always thought that if you were called back to work and you didn't go, you lost your unemployment. And that was kind of my question, and uh, I guess you can go ahead and answer that, and I'll just hang up. All right, thank you, sir. All right, Daryl. So, one, if you are called back to work and offered a job at same hours, same pay, and you refuse to go to work and the employer reports it, you will likely lose your unemployment benefits. It's not a choice. So you can't refuse except, you know, suitable work. And again, we would look at it and say, if you're offered your job back at the same pay and same hours, same working conditions, then you you need to go back to work. And there is a mechanism on our website for employers to report individuals who refuse work. Um, So it's, um, again, and if they continue to collect and the employer reports it, we investigate and find that to be the case then the individual collecting benefits could be set up with an overpayment that they'll have to pay back. Let's so they'll be to... without work, and they owe me the money back. All right. That's 302-529-1017, If you are having any problem accessing your unemployment insurance benefits, Daryl Scott, director of the office, is on the air during the Jensen Show. Let's get to Dana. Dana, say hi to Daryl. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Good. Um, My situation is kind of long, so I'll try and make it as brief and clear as possible. Um, Back in December, when the unemployment of the extension got approved, I think it was December 27th, if I'm correct, Mm -hmm. um, I had no more open action item claims in my portal. So I called unemployment. They told me to call the 1-800 number every Sunday, but check my portal every Sunday uh, to see if it got updated. Um, It did get updated at the end of January, and I have been receiving benefits um, since, I think it was January 23rd. But I didn't receive anything from the end of December to the end of January, and I wasn't sure if I was eligible for those payments. You, You very well could be, and the system didn't automatically allow you, as I understand, didn't automatically allow you to certify for those weeks. But Dana, if you'll send Rick an email, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L dot com, and just give me a brief description similar to what you just said, last four of your social, and then we'll uh, we'll get it assigned for someone to take a look at. Okay, that would be great. Thank you so much. Well, hang on. Uh, also remember, okay. Okay. Cla- <laughs> claim numbers you have, please, phone number, and uh, oh, last four of the social. And that way, when I forward it to the team, uh, they'll have all that information to look at, and they don't have to go and try to find it. Okay, that'll be wonderful. All right, thanks, Dana. I hope it is. I really yeah. do. 302-529-1017. So, Daryl, uh, you're talking about uh, the changes, the differences, and fortunately there are fewer and fewer people who are applying for benefits. But right now, I mean, if the year has run out, might you see a surge? Well, that's that's actually what we're seeing an increase in our new claim numbers, but we we know that a portion of those um, new claims are people whose year has ended and they're just forced to go back through that um, that application process again. So right now it's a little tough to tell what the true unique new 
claims are, mm-hmm. but we're working through some programming to try and um, to sort that out. Do you remember throughout the past year what the largest number of of uh, Delawareans there were who were actually applying for benefits uh, and claims and such? I remember it was one point it was a twenty thousand and thirty. What 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 was the the largest number of people? So the largest number we had was on the week ending March twenty eighth. It was eighteen thousand nine hundred and eighty seven. Mm-hmm. And the following week it was eighteen thousand eight hundred and sixty three. So, Rick, in that first four week period from March twenty one to April fifteen, I'm just looking at uh, that's five weeks. Uh, in the first four weeks, we got sixty one thousand eight hundred and forty two claims. So that that's what we're seeing right now with sort of people who are ending their year and reapplying. And, and it's longer conversation than we have time for today. But there are rules about if you're on PEUC, you know, how we handle your claim. If you're on PUA, you've got to go through this every quarter. You know, it's um, it's really challenging for people to continue to keep their claims current as they as they go through these changes. That 60,000 number, that was last year or this year in March? No, last year from yeah. March 21 to April 11, we received 62,000 claims. So where so are we now what, about? So uh, last week we were about 2,300 claims. Um, you're you're going to see a slightly higher number this week, but again, I we we're we're investigating how many of those are people who are going through this, you know, this end of year process. But you'll you'll see it tick up a little bit this week as well. So, Daryl, I get emails from people saying, "Hey, um, you know, I filed a claim in January. I filed a claim in March of 2021. Yeah. This this year, of course, haven't heard anything. And uh, and I know you've said, and I've replied as well. Well, there is a backlog. So, how far back is the backlog? Uh, not including that which is being researched for adjudication. Okay. Well, the 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 so we've got about eleven thousand five hundred claims that are uh, in adjudication that are being assigned to adjudication. And I wanted to tell you we made great progress last week on those from you know twenty twenty. I told you we had more than five hundred that were from twenty twenty. This week we've got three hundred and twenty nine. So we cleared about two hundred and twenty uh, two hundred and fifty claims last week from. You know, from 2020, so 11,000 are from January um, forward, and I will tell you a little more than 11,000. And we're assigning cases for the adjudication team from January 20. So again, if they filed before January 20, we just haven't, you know, gotten to that, uh, you know, to that claim yet. But the team is uh, they cleared more than 1,200 last week. You know, we're making good progress. Um, and what's the definition of those there that are in adjudication? I mean, I could. Say it, but it, yep. you you say it so much more succinctly. Well, so essentially, if there's a question about your separation, you say you were laid off. The employer says no, they they were fired. So there's a question regarding that that process. And in some cases, it's some of that backlog are people who are requesting um, wages for like Dana, where she she may have to go to a deputy to have somebody look at why she didn't get paid for those four weeks. And, and have them make a determination that she's eligible for those four weeks. Of, and and of what's the backlog for everybody else? So we've got several, um, and I just don't have the number off the top of my head for claims processing. We, we probably have, well, last week we had 500 people in uh, that had filed for the MEUC program. That's that new mixed earner uh, program that uh, had submitted applications that the team is reviewing more than 2,000 uh, claims in the uh, PUA and the PEUC uh, process. Mm-hmm. And I 
I'll, I'll get the number for you next week as to cool. what the backlog on the uh, claims processing. Yeah, is. people just they, they just want to know because it's all about expectations. And, and then Absolutely. I get an email like this from Jonathan. So I'm looking at the email string, Daryl. It goes back to March one. Jonathan says, uh, "Greetings. Um, I'm not getting my benefits. Can you please help?" March second, I say, "Okay." Reply to me with your phone number, your last four, your social, blah, 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 blah. He does that, and uh, and I send it off to you on March the 2nd. On March the 5th, he writes, hey, I got my benefits today. Thank you so much. For your prompt response is great. Thank you so much. And now here it is, April 13, and he now sends an email saying, um, hey, I'm not getting my benefits again. <laughs> so uh, is it uh, wash, rinse, repeat? I hope not, but if if you'll forward that email, we'll take a look at it. Um, again, at times, if people report earnings and they exceed their benefit limit, right? They they earn too much. Their claim will their their claim will um, be put on hold. They'll have to reapply uh, because the system thinks they've gone back to work, right? So there's a number of there 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 are too many scenarios to think about right here, but. Um, again, if you'll send it, we'll have somebody take a look at it and see why he's not getting paid this week. All right. Uh, the last item I have here is I got this fraud alert from the U.S. Justice Department warning about fake unemployment benefit websites. I guess you're probably well-versed in this. What's going on? Well, there's uh, fraudsters are getting creative. They're trying to mimic. Um, they're simply creating duplicate you know, websites to make it look like uh, DOL we are monitoring that. We've got somebody monitoring both our social media sites and um, and our websites to make sure that they're not being uh, duplicated. Again, we would tell people um, if you have a question, you know, you can call us. Uh, the one number to call is 302-761-8446. If you have questions about websites, dol.delaware.gov is our uh, department website. And UI, well, again, I, there's a number of us, but again, if they have a question to call, but um, individuals just need to be cautious about people proclaiming to assist, um, you know, others with UI and where the one place you get support for your UI claim. Right? Also, you guys use a Facebook page as a blue check mark on the real one. So look for the blue check mark if you're going to the Department Absolutely. of Labor uh, Facebook page as well. All right. Uh, anything else, sir? No, I appreciate uh, your help and uh, forward those emails, and we'll get them looked at today. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Of course, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Rick. You know I'm a volunteer, Daryl. Hey. Okay, my friend. Uh, Good job. (laughs) Our best to the team. Thank you. Tell them we all say thank you so much for the hard work that they are doing for Delawareans. Thank you so much, Daryl. Thanks. Have a great day. All right, buddy. This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on The Rick Jensen Show on 1150 AM and 1017 FM WDEL.